0: Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right! We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Hello, this
3: is the Redbox Podcast. I'm Matt Chorley, continuing to bring you some of our best bits from the year. And today... It's the end of year quiz. Politics without the boring quiz. Politics without the boring quiz, where we pitch Times Radio against the Times and a team of politicians. Regular listeners of the Red Box Podcast will know we've been doing this for years. And we did it last year, but the sound quality was so bad the recording was unbroadcastable, which at least means I can recycle some of my jokes, which should keep Greta happy. Let's turn our attention to the teams. Let's introduce the teams. We start with the Times team. Patrick McGuire took over as the editor of the Red Box email this year, getting up at 5 a.m. every morning to scream into the internet. What the hell is going on? As a student, he was screen tested for University Challenge, but never made it on air. Imagine looking too weird for University Challenge. And with him, Lindsay McIntosh, who also started a new job this year, moving from Deputy Home Editor of the Times, where she ran the news list, oversaw breaking news and appeared on the Midday Update every day on Times Radio to become Head of News at the Sunday Times, where she struggles to fit one day's work into a whole week. Patrick and Lindsay, hello, how are you? Uh, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas to you. Um, if we could hear your, your buzzer, please. Lovely stuff, lovely stuff. Uh, that is uh, the Times team. on oh, Sorry, Times and Sunday Times team, Lindsay. Uh, very good. On the Times radio team, it's a weekend special. Alexis Conran presents Saturdays and Sundays, 1pm to 4pm. A perfect laid-back afternoon of arts and culture. Imagine Mariella Fostrup's show, but without hourly plugs for a menopause book. Alexis, how are you?
2: <laughs> Very
3: well, thank you. Uh, and Aisha has a week presents weekend drive from 4 till 7pm. It's great to have you here, Aisha. I was worried when I heard that a middle-aged woman who'd been knocking around Labour for years worked with Ed Miliband and couldn't get rid of Jeremy Corbyn and been given a job by Keir Starmer. I thought you'd be too busy to come because you were a shadow home secretary. But it's lovely to have you here, Aisha. Nice to see you. <laughs> if we could hear your, uh, your buzzer, please. Lovely festive bells for the Tartar team. And finally on the politicians' team, Nikki Morgan. That's Baroness Morgan of Coates to You. It's Conservative MP. She described Boris Johnson's language as incendiary and appalling, vowed never to take a job in his cabinet, and then became his culture secretary. She later got a seat in the House of Lords, so must have had a spare three million pounds knocking around. Nikki, welcome.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
3: Nice to see you. And with her, a man who spent years covering the health brief in Parliament, becoming one of the faces of the pandemic, but who this year was relieved of his job. No, not Matt Hancock. He couldn't be here because he's got his hands full. No, we're delighted to welcome Shadow, whatever he is now, Secretary, Jonathan Ashworth. John, <laughs> how are
4: you? I'm good. Nice to be here. It's
3: nice to have you here, John. What you don't know, John, is we genuinely had Wes Streeting put for this, and <laughs> he pulled out uh, because he said he was now too busy. Oh, there we go. Because he's now got you. What You are, of course, Shadow... Work and pensions, work and pensions. Very good, very good. Nice to have you here, John. Right, uh, here we are then now at the end of 2021, a year which began with uncertainty over wearing masks, working from home, whether Keir Starmer was any good... And we end it much the same. This was the year that Boris Johnson went to Pippa Pig World, Dominic Raab went on holiday but definitely didn't go paddleboarding, and Michael Gove went dancing as part of a campaign to stop young people going clubbing. Uh, We discovered that Keir Starmer had a dad and a mum, which is absolutely extraordinary, and Matt Hancock really understood the instruction to eat out to help out. A shortage of butchers threatened the supply. Study. A shortage of butchers threatened the supply of pigs in blankets, but luckily the appeal for people to know their way around a pig came just as David Cameron suddenly found himself looking for work. We had by-elections galore. The Tories took Hartlepool from Labour. Labour took a beating just about everywhere. And the Lib Dems took Cheshire and Amersham and North Shropshire from the Conservatives. Ed Davey saying people thought the Tories couldn't be beaten, that they were impregnable. Although usually it's Boris Johnson who thinks that people are impregnable. The year was dominated by allegations of sleaze and corruption, from dodgy lobbying to contracts handed out to mates. But does anyone think that Boris Johnson is really capable of masterminding a great mafia conspiracy at the heart of government? Never mind revenge, he barely knows that gazpacho is a dish best served cold. Who were they supposed to be in the pockets of? Big pharma? Big tobacco? Big oil? Hardly. It was just Gavin Williamson doing the work of Big Idiot. Never mind corruption, we all know what Matt Hancock had his fingers in and it wasn't the till. Uh, We saw British troops. We saw British troops rushing for the exit doors as the Taliban took over Afghanistan, prompting Boris Johnson to say, ''I used to be quite good at hasty withdrawals.'' We said goodbye to Prince Philip, who, of course, is Duke of Edinburgh, Earl of Merianth and Baron Greenwich, Knight of the Most Noble Order of the Garter, Knight of the Most Ancient and Noble Order of the Thistle, Member of the Order of Merit, Knight Grand Cross of the Royal Victorian Order, upon whom had been conferred the Royal Victorian chain, Grand Master and Knight Grand Cross of the Most Excellent Order of the Grand British Empire.'' Lord High Admiral of the United Kingdom, one of Her Majesty's most honourable privy councillors, Admiral of the Fleet and Field Marshal in the Army and Marshal of the Royal Air Force, prompting Angela Rayner to say, call that a job title. And of course, this was the year of Insulate Britain getting lots of adverse publicity by being filmed with their hands stuck on taxpayer-funded property, prompting Matt Hancock to say, at least she knew the cameras were there. Right, onwards. It's nice to have you all here. We'll see how much of that makes the edit. Let's start with your heroes of 2021 before we get down to the quiz. Patrick and Lindsay, your heroes of 2021, please. There'll be bonus points uh, for the best one. Patrick. Uh, For me, it's got to be John Ashworth. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Just... uh... It speaks for itself. speaks for itself. Right, very good. Lindsay McIntosh, <laughs> your, your hero of 2021.
1: My hero of 2021 is, it's not political, it's the people that put on the End of the Road music festival because it fell on my birthday, which is a very big birthday, and it went ahead and it meant that I could actually celebrate. Was, was it
3: your 50th? It was my 55th, yeah.
1: yes, you're right.
3: <laughs> so was it called the End of the Road? I mean, that's not. I'll write it down. It's not going to win, but I'll write it down. Alexis and Aisha.
2: Tempting as it is to say uh, Baroness Morgan, of course. Uh, I'm going to go for Marcus Rashford. As a devout Manchester United fan, you can tell from my accent... I uh, I liked what he got up to and the fact that how many I lost count was it three U-turns for the government that he forced them to go into so yeah I'll pick Marcus Rashford very good Aisha
4: uh, mine is uh, the Labour MP Carolyn Harris because of her work with Mariella on the menopause <laughs> revolution uh, the reason don't I him. <laughs> don't,
5: don't trigger Matt don't <laughs> trigger
3: Matt 1699 in organ bookshop
5: <laughs> Matt's actually having a hot flush now basically no but I think she's brilliant because she's like not on the table she works really
4: hard and I think the best thing about her is she's trying to get Jacob Rees-Mogg who's leader of the house to see the words vaginal dryness and I think that yeah. is makes her a worthy heroine
3: yeah happy Christmas uh, John John Ashworth your hero of 2021
4: oh it's obviously Patrick uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no um, I think it's uh, my personal heroes are my two daughters Gracie and Annie because they have Zoom bombed so many of my <laughs> live interviews that I have now appeared Three times on It Will Be All Right on the Night. And <laughs> it's that type of cut through that Keir Starmer wants in their pensions brief. So uh, uh, um, they're my heroes. Very
3: good. <laughs> Nicky Morgan, your heroes.
1: Um, well, mine's another, another heroine, and I was going to nominate Emma Raducanu, who I think made us all feel pretty fantastic, actually, when she won uh, the US Open.
3: Wowzers. Well, I can't pick between those, so you can all have five points. Uh, very good. Well done, everybody. Right, here we go then. Uh, so we kick-start the actual quiz with a round called Party People, testing your knowledge of the more obscure corners of British politics. Two questions each. will start with the Times and Sunday Times. Team, Patrick and Lindsay. In March, Alex Salmond launched his new party, boasting it was a new political force, but what was it called? Alaba? Very good is the correct answer. And how many people have been leader of the DUP in 2021 at the time of recording? Three. Three for no reason at all, but I assume you can name them, Patrick. Arlene Foster, Edwin
4: Poots and Jeffrey uh, Sir Jeffrey
3: Donaldson. Sir Jeffrey Donaldson. Donaldson, if you don't yeah. mind. You're not getting an extra point for that because you're a big square. Now to the Times Radio team, Aisha and... Um, Alexis what's my name again? <laughs> yeah. Not Mariella I started the questions I was going to call you Adrian Because that was what I was I don't know how I've given you an answer Excellent
2: Excellent we'll take, we'll take that
3: Now we'll come to the Times Radio team Aisha and Alexis uh, Your question Who are the new leaders Of the Green Party of England and Wales
2: Well Adrian <laughs> Adrian Mole
3: Adrian Mole no, You're dangerously close Not yet Patrick <laughs> Your big show off. Go on, let Patrick do it. Do you want? Do you want? You? You? No. 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 Go on, then Patrick, with your bell. Uh, It's Adrian Ramsey. Yes. And Carla Denyer. Fine. Well, you can have half a point for your Adrian. And we can give. We'll give Patrick a bonus point for that. In February, Anna Sawa became the the new Scottish Labour leader. Who did he beat? Can I just say these questions are much harder than uh, the ones that Patrick and Lindsay got.
0: Oh.
2: and I don't think we can say that on Christmas Eve. Sorry. I'm sorry. Apologies. Was in? Oh, God. I was hoping Aisha would have all yes. the Labour... Uh, Being both questions. Labour
3: and Scottish. I know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I hope... there have been
4: good, so many elections, issue. it's hard to keep Who
3: up, to be Who did beat to be the, Sc- the new Scottish Labour leader? No one? Oh, if uh, any...
4: Monica Lennon. Very
3: good, Ooh. Monica Lennon. Oh, my Very my good. Back. Back. Right, uh, now we come to the politicians' team. This is for Jonathan can I, can Ashworth. I, just say,
4: I really like the way Patrick clenches his fist when he gets one right. He's really he's into, re- he's really into he's it. He's really into it. it. He's really into My it.
3: entire self worth is bound up with quizzing. So. <laughs> to the politicians' team, yes. jo- Jonathan Ashworth and Nikki Morgan, who is the deputy leader of the Lib Dems? <laughs> um, it's the,
4: um,
1: the, the MP from um, Oxford West,
3: uh,
4: Layla, Layla. Yeah, Layla? Is it? Is it Layla? <laughs> Is that your answer? Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, yes, I guess. Nikki, yes. Leila Moran. Itself. No, that's
3: the wrong answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, I, I should do your tinkles. There we are. Very good.
4: Wendy Chamberlain?
3: No. Uh, we oh, throw it over. Oh, she's she's a... oh, I should but I don't. Are there oh. any other MPs left to choose from? <laughs> OK, I got
1: better than Patrick. <laughs> oh,
3: pa- Daisy Cooper. Daisy oh, Cooper. Yes. Right oh, answer. Very oh, okay. good. Back to the politicians. Your second question. Who did Douglas Ross replace as the leader of the Scottish Conservatives? Is,
4: is, it, is it the, the, the one who... The it was Ruth
3: Davidson. It's the wrong answer. <laughs> who did Douglas oh. Ross replace as... Uh, very good. Tinkle, tinkle. Jackson Carlow. Oh, you knew that, Lindsay, didn't you? I didn't I know tell that. Sorry. <laughs> is the correct answer. Well done. <laughs> Sorry. Right, um, two more questions. You can tinkle in uh, or buzz in uh, on how we want to call it if you know the answer. Who is the current leader of UKIP? Patrick? Uh, Most in Neil Hamilton. Neil Hamilton is the correct answer. And fingers on horns, so to speak. Who announced they were considering a return to politics, opening up the possibility of not becoming an MP for an eighth time? (laughs) Nigel Farage. Nigel Farage is correct. Very good. Which means at the end of the first round, the Times and Sunday Times are ahead on 11, Times Radio on 7.5, and and the Politicians on 5. Right, we'll start, in that case, we'll start with the politicians this time. We're going to go around the table, nice and easy on this. Boris Johnson hosted the G7 in Carbis Bay in Cornwall in July. Take it in turns, name the seven world leaders who make up the G7 <laughs> who were in Cornwall. So you... Joe Biden. So you just do what? Joe Biden, that's fine. That's a point for the, for the politicians. Then we go to uh, Times Radio. Angela Merkel. Angela Merkel is correct. Uh, Times and Sunday Times.
1: Emmanuel Macron.
3: Is correct. Back to the politicians. Uh, Justin Trudeau. Is correct. Times Radio. Mackerel. We've had a mackerel. Oh, well, oh, yeah, I had
2: a mackerel. Of... Uh, come on, we've got to have another
3: one. No, you're out. Uh, Patrick and Lindsay? Sugar. Uh, very good. First name? Uh, uh, y- Your shider. Alan? That's that's his first <laughs> name. <That's, that's> <laughs> back to back the to politicians. <laughs> Two more to get.
1: Who's the, the Italian? Uh, I don't know.
3: You will know, it's one of those <laughs> names that you know, when you get it, you'll You're, you're to... so close. He's been like around for ages and now he's the Italian yeah. Prime Minister. Yeah.
1: Not Mon- no. Mont... no, Montec, no, he was... Oh.
4: So who have you got? We've got Canada.
1: Canada, US, France, Germany, the UK, two, uh, Japan. We've got one more?
3: No, there's two more to go. I've asked you for the seven people. Well, seven, one of them is Boris Johnson. But one of them is Boris oh, right. oh, yeah. correct. Oh, okay.
2: Uh, the Italian oh. Prime Minister, basically. Go
3: on then, we, we just want... So, whoever can buzz in first on oh. the Italian Prime Minister, we're going to... Stragi? Is the correct hey. answer. Well done. Oh. You see, you have been paying attention. This is just so much pressure. You're listening to Politics at like the Boring Quiz on Times Radio. It's Matt Surely joined by three teams. Representing the Times and the Sunday Times, Times Radio and politicians. We're now going to talk by-elections. There'll be more by-elections in 2021 and the whole of the 2017 to 2019 Parliament. You can buzz in on these questions... Uh, We start with Hartlepool. When Boris Johnson visited the seat, he was greeted by a 30-foot inflatable (whistles) what? Nicky Morgan.
1: It was a blimp. Of
3: of Boris Johnson is the correct answer. Very good. Question two. This is for Airdrie and Schott. Neil Gray quit Westminster to run for the Scottish Parliament. He's an SNP MP. But as a former athlete, he represented Scotland at which distance? 800 metres. 800 metres is incorrect. Bugger. I mean, it's basically guess a distance. None of you know. Go on. 100 metres? No. H- f- further than 100 metres.
4: 200 metres? 200 metres is incorrect. Yeah. No, he's incorrect. incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> 500 metres. 500
3: metres is incorrect. Lower than 500 metres.
4: 400 metres. 400 metres is
0: the right answer.
3: Well done.
2: Hang on, I started with it. Did I not start with 400 metres? No, No, you I said 800.
3: 800. Oh. Question three. Chesham and Amersham this time. When the Lib Dems won the by-election, Ed Davey knocked down a blue wall with what? <laughs> Oh, I think that's Patrick McGuire. Uh, an orange mallet. An orange mallet is the correct answer. Batley and Spend now. The by-election was triggered by Tracy Brabing quitting as an MP to become mayor of West Yorkshire. Which soap
4: opera was she in before entering... Ah, po- oh, that's Aisha. Coronation Street. Is the correct
3: answer. She was in
4: Coronation Street. Uh, and Emmerdale, wasn't she? I'm sure she's in Emmerdale Farm. They don't call it Emmerdale <laughs> Farm anymore, do they? <laughs>
0: I'm
4: sure she was in that, though, wasn't she? As well. As well. You know you're on the radio now,
3: she was. Google it. now. Google it. We're not googling it now, right? North Shropshire now. Part-time MP Owen Paterson resigned so he could concentrate on his main job as a food lobbyist, as environment secretary. <laughs> as environment secretary, he was best known for overseeing the horsemeat scandal and complaining that which animal had moved the goalposts. Uh, John Ashworth. The badgers. The badgers had indeed moved the goalposts. And the old Sig Cup in Bexley by election was held this month following the sad death of James Brokenshire. In 2019, James faced the heat after his he pitching in his kitchen with four what? Aisha? Ovens. Ovens is the correct answer. Although he later insisted there were two double ovens and he did not have four whole ovens. <laughs> At least
4: he didn't have two kitchens, that's what we had yes, to Yes, exactly. <laughs> I I you you'll you'll, you'll make start a mean get, cake. You'll get,
3: start a cake. Does he? Did he? Made a mean cake. Very Sorry, good. Was
4: that picture
1: with a, with a cake? Yeah, absolutely.
3: Aisha, were you working for Ed Miliband during the height of two, k- uh, two kitchens? No comment. Very good. <laughs> Let's take a look at the scores as they stand. In what we'll call third place, politicians have got 10, yes. Times Radio have got 12 and a half, and only just ahead, Times and the Sunday Times, with 14 points. The next round on Politics Without the Boring Quiz is called Say Cheese. It's all about photographers. How many photographers did the taxpayer pay to take photos of the Prime Minister in his cabinet? Aisha. Four. Is the incorrect answer. Lindsay McIntosh? Three. Three is the correct answer. Yes. At the time of going to press, that may have changed uh, before we start recording. In February, the taxpayer-funded photographer faced questions for taking photos of who frolicking in the snow? Dylan the dog. Patrick McGuire. Dylan the dog is the correct answer. Uh, The number 10 later said photographers document the work of not just the Prime Minister, but the whole of the Cabinet, Uh, (laughs) suggesting the dog is in the Cabinet. And finally, in the six weeks after the September reshuffle, the government's Flickr account featured 267 pictures of which Minister? (laughs) Oh, that was close. I'm going to say that was Aisha.
4: Rishi Sunak.
3: Incorrect. Liz Truss. Liz Truss is the correct answer. Well done, Nikki. You didn't tinkle, but that's fine. (laughs) Uh, there were 267 pictures of Liz Truss compared to 104 pictures of everyone else in the cabinets. Right, uh, we hurtle towards what we're calling the halfway point of this hugely popular quiz. We are now going to play a game called Play Your Christmas Birthday Cards Right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday I'm going to give you the names of people who celebrate their birthday today, which is, of course, Christmas Eve. You have to tell me if their age will be higher or lower... Than the one before. So, as you are currently in third place, politicians, we will start with you. We start with Ed Miliband. Tell, so give a bonus point for anyone who can guess how old Ed Miliband is today. Ayesha,
4: fifty-two
3: is the correct answer. You can definitely have a bonus point for that. You big nerd. Uh, right. So, <laughs> politicians, uh, Ed Miliband is fifty-two. Also celebrating a birthday today, Ricky Martin. But has he been living La Vida Loca for more years than Ed Miliband? How many candles on his cake, higher or lower than Ed Milliband? I'll
4: go higher. Higher.
3: It's the wrong answer. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Uh, it's low. It's 50, 50 today,
0: is Ricky he? Martin. Happy, Happy, yeah.
3: Which means we pass over to uh, the Times radio team, Aisha and Alexis. So Ricky Martin is 50. Carol Vorderman, is she higher or lower? Higher. Is the correct answer. She's 61 today, so you, it stays with you. This is the way you can really make up some points. So, Carol Vorderman, 61 today. Jeff Sessions, Donald Trump's Attorney General. (laughs) Is he higher or lower than Carol Vorderman?
0: (laughs) Higher.
3: Higher is the correct answer. He's 75. Which takes us to... This is the only quiz on the radio where you'll get this. From Jeff (laughs) Sessions... It's very difficult to say this. From Jeff Sessions to Louis Tomlinson from One Direction. (laughs) Is he higher or lower than Jeff Sessions? Lower. Is the correct answer. Uh, So it stays with you, Times Radio team. Helen Jones, former Labour whip and MP for Warrington North.
4: Higher.
3: Higher is the correct answer. She's 67 today. This one's a bit harder. So from Helen Jones, former Labour whip, to Lise Doucette, the famous war correspondent. Higher or lower than 67? I think Lower. Lower. Is the correct answer. Very good. We go now to John Taylor, Baron Kilclooney, former deputy leader of the UUP and now Conservative peer.
2: Higher or lower than 63? See, I thought he was going to go for the basis from Duran Duran, that John Taylor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's so, this, where are, are we? <laughs> it's the same
3: guy. What age You're are at 63 with Lise Doucette. We're talking Baron John Taylor. John, no, Baron, no, John Taylor, Baron Kilclooney. The unity of Ticket. Higher. Is the correct answer, he's 83. Number eight, Ivan Lawrence, the Conservative MP whose private members' bill led to the creation of the National Lottery. Is he higher or lower than 83?
2: Hang hey, on, well, that was quite a while ago. So. He's not in the House of Lords, so we'll go...
3: Yeah, lower. Lower. Is the wrong answer. Oh. He is 85. So it passes over to uh, the Times of the Sunday Times. At 85, Anthony Fauci, America's answer to Chris Whitty, is he higher or lower than 85? Lower. He is, but he is 81.
4: Is
2: he really? Wow. Yeah. He looks yeah. good for it.
3: Happy. Where is it well? I'm sure he's listening today. Happy birthday, Anthony Fauci. Well, he's always on Carol's show, so he's bad to be listening. One more for you. Hamid Karzai, former Afghan president, higher or lower than Anthony Fauci? Lower. Is the correct answer. He's 64. Uh, I won't. I was going to give you a bonus point for is Hamid Karzai older or younger than Ed Millerman but that's a ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> Well, that brings us to the halfway point of our look back on 2021 politics without the boring quiz let's take a look at how the scores currently stand in what we'll politely call third place the politicians team labour's shadow working Pension secretary john ashworth and conservative peer Nicky morgan are on 11 points in second place with 18 points it's the Times and the Sunday Times. Patrick Maguire and Lindsay McIntosh have got 18 points, which means currently out in the lead and doing the whole station proud. The Times radio team, Ayesha Hazarika and Alexis Conran on 19 and a half. Right, before we get back stuck into the quiz, a chance for some bonus points again. We had your heroes of the year so far. Let's do your villains now. Let's start with the politicians. Nikki, your, your villain of 2021.
1: Well, there's such a choice, but I was going to go with the British weather for being just rubbish once lockdown had been lifted. That's very it was a good. terrible summer, wasn't it?
3: Right, very good. John, your villain of oh, 2021? Oh, gosh, I
4: mean, I mean, you know, personally, it's got to be COVID because it's kept me in the House of Commons week after week after week. But I, I, I felt a bit sorry for Matt Hancock, so I'm going to say the, the CCTV guy at the Department <laughs> of Health. Um, because I do feel a bit sorry for him. Very I'm a good. decent very generous. A Yeah, you are.
1: Here's a cool fact.
3: Very generous, very generous like that. Aisha, your villain of 2021.
4: Uh, my villain is... The other Corbin Pierce, uh, Corbin, for all his um, anti-mask wearing shenanigans, um, particularly for the, his kind of Christmas number one attempt. He, he did a song called <laughs> Wearing a Mask is Like Trying to Keep a Fart in Your Trousers. I think
3: we can probably take a listen to that now.
2: <laughs> wearing a mask is like trying to keep a fart in your
5: trousers. It
3: really is appalling.
5: It is. And it's ironic because he does hang around like a
2: bad smell. Very <laughs> so,
3: uh, good. Very good. <laughs> Alexis, your villain of 2021.
2: I am going to go for the company formerly known as Facebook, now Meta. And again, pretty similar. Just every week that we do the section on fact-checking, it's just all the nonsense that has been spread around this year. You dig deep enough and it's on that social media platform who don't want to really fact-check anything. So they've annoyed me the most. But
3: also, they um, got uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Nick Clegg to do acting.
2: Well, can you call it? Can you call ever. it that? Can we call it acting?
3: Hey, Nick. Hey, Mark. I uh, hope I'm not interrupting. You got a sec? Have you got?
0: Have you got Opie with you? Uh, I think Oppie's still in the virtual forest. But I always have time for you. What's going on? Look, I I just love the presentation. It was so.
4: like Google Show Me Awkward. <laughs>
3: Uh, Your villain of the year, Lindsay McIntosh.
1: So my villain is actually the same as John's, the CCTV guy in the the Matt Hancock um, incident, and also everybody else involved in that. Not for the same kind reasons as John, simply because they're responsible for me seeing that
3: image. (laughs) I can't (laughs) get it out of my head. Um, Patrick McGuire.
4: I'm going to go for Nikki, not Morgan, but Minaj. Because discovering she was an anti-vaxxer was like discovering Morrissey was a massive racist. (laughs) For a certain kind of millennial and eclectic
3: music taste. Well, once again, I don't think I can I can choose between those. So you can all have five points.
4: Hey, at least we've got
3: something. Yeah, exactly. You're still making progress, John. We're
4: making progress. Yeah,
3: you're moving forwards. Yeah,
4: this is what we get told at Shadow Cabinet.
3: Does every Shadow Cabinet meet you start with with Keir saying, right, you can all have five points?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Who's your villain of the week? <laughs> uh,
3: that's uh, Angela Wayner, of course. Right, uh, let's, in fact... Handily, that brings us to the round that everyone is calling... Every day I'm shuffling. Every day reshuffling. Because there have been lots of reshuffles this year, so lots of questions about reshuffling. Let's start with the Times and Sunday Times team, Patrick and Lindsay. In March, who became the first ever minister on leave? Suella Braverman. Is the correct answer. They had to change the law so she could go on maternity leave. And uh, your second question, who quit the shadow cabinet during the Labour Party conference and... To get the point, what job did they resign from? I can see John is wiping a
4: tear from his cheek. <laughs> uh, the memory of Andy MacDonald, Shadow uh, Employment Rights Secretary.
3: Is the correct answer. And where were we when we got this news, Patrick? When, when, when the entire political establishment was breaking the news about a resignation of the Shadow Cabinet? We were reading through a copy of Private Eye from 1970-something in an antique shop in Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a lovely time. And then we went to the pub. And then we repaired to a pub to try and, you know, for a stiff drink to come to terms with the news. <laughs> to steady McDonald, ourselves. That Andy McDonald had resigned from a job that didn't exist. Right, now we come to the Times Radio team. Aisha and Alexis, your question. Who left the cabinet in Boris Johnson's reshuffle in September? We're looking for three names. So you can have a go at all of them. So, but you what, you can,
5: Jake Berry.
3: Is wrong. You can have one more guess and I'll open it up. To
5: Patrick. Um... <laughs>
3: Three people who left the cabinet in September. Right, open it up. John, Robert Buckland. Robert Buckland, you can have a point for that. Patrick, Robert Jenrick. Robert Jenrick, and somebody not called Roberts who left the cabinet in Boris Johnson's week. Uh, Gavin watson shops, Williamson. Yes, he did, didn't he? Yes. Does that mean there are four? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! In fact, he's in front of me. There are four. There are four. In that case, there's a there's a fourth one as well. It's a woman, if it helps. Oh. Yeah, one of your valued colleagues, Nikki. Well, I
1: was going—I was, going was going to say Amanda Milling, but it's the I... correct answer. Ah, okay, because she's For the, the Foreign p- Office, but she's still a minister.
3: She's still a minister, but she uh, didn't. Yeah, but she left the cabinet. She left the cabinet. Right, back to the Times Radio team. If you can remember that, in May, Keir Starmer tried to sack Angela Rayner, but instead promoted her. What's her full job title? Uh,
4: she's deputy, deputy leader. leader. Yeah, that's chairs, one. Chair of the party. No, no, she's not. No, she's not.
3: Because oh. that's um uh anonymous
2: Dodds, isn't it?
5: Oh yeah, and Dodds. Yeah. Um she's also
2: something with the duchy of lancaster yes yeah what is it what's that Ju- no
4: she's not the duke
2: she's the she's not the duke of <laughs>
4: lancaster
2: duke of wellington um it is the du- it's oh f*** sorry I can't
4: swear. <laughs>
2: stop swearing Aisha it's something my tongue it's so annoying oh and she's, then got, she's... she's got three,
4: go on, Patrick, three other jobs here. and
5: then she's also doing something for on, uh, employment on. rights
4: no that's not close enough go on john <laughs> go on john <laughs> uh, <laughs> She is Shadow Chancellor of the Duchy of Lancaster. Correct. Shadow First Secretary of State. Correct. And Shadow Secretary of State for the Future of Work.
3: Very good. Look at that. You're going to have eyes. three points in that case.
5: She's also milk monitor.
3: <laughs> the fact that John knows what his own colleagues do has really helped you. <laughs> right, which brings us back. Back to the politicians' team. Uh, John Ashworth and Nicky Morgan. Here we go. How was Johnny Mercer sacked as Veterans Minister? How did he learn the news? By Twitter. No. Tinkle if you know. My text? Text message is the right answer, Patrick. Finally, Annalise Dodds lasted less than a year as Shadow Chancellor. Who was the last Shadow Chancellor not to make it to a year? John. Chris Leslie. Is the right answer. He only held the job from May to September 2015 because Ed Balls had lost his seat. Very good. Right, we've got a bonus round again. Uh, your tinkles at the ready. Keir Stummer had another go at a reshuffle in November, which means there are now 12 people in the Shadow Cabinet who served on Ed Miliband's front bench. Can you name them? John. Me. Is uh, You are you are a one.
4: Yes. Evette Cooper. John Healy. Are you including Ed Miliband himself? We are, of course, including Ed Miliband. Johnny Reynolds. Yes. Rachel Reeves. Yes. Bridget Phillipson. She was a whip. She was. What? I was in the whip's office with her in 2011. Well, if we're counting whips, then we can have her. Yep. Whips are a front bench job, aren't they? Is uh, that? Um, um, Lisa Nandy was on the front bench. Lisa Nandy was correct. We're looking for five more. If anyone wants to tinkle in, Angela Smith. If you're counting her, Lord Baroness Angela Smith. Are you counting baronesses? We can do Lordy lords. If you're Alan Campbell, the chief whip He was the deputy
3: chief but He's whip. another one Just keep giving him points These are all ones I haven't got uh, <laughs> <laughs> The entire country now Is gathered around the radio Playing this fun game um, Quick mother, come uh, <laughs> can, How many we got there then? Well, you. Well, we, we, I'm still looking for five Five? We we're on Ed Miliband's Ed Miliband's front bench Go on Go on. Uh, Ian Murray. Ian Murray's oh correct. God, well yeah. done living up to your Scottish stereotype, Lindsay. Somebody came in on a by election and, and then quite quickly got a job? Lucy Powell. Very good. Lucy. Well done, Nicky. Lucy. Of course,
4: Lucy. Correct. Oh, she'll be furious. We forgot her.
1: You'll be in real trouble.
4: I'll be in massive trouble. Well, I'm looking for three more. She won't be listening.
0: <laughs> she won't be now. <laughs>
3: No, no. I think we, I think we've run out. Are we basically exhausted? Yeah.
4: Go on. Then.
3: Who is it? Literally, people. You sit around the shadow cabinet. I know. Cabinet I'm, with I'm, John. I'm
4: trying to. Th- how many? Bo- Steve I- Reid. Oh, Steve Reid. Steve Reid. Pat McFadden. Pat. Ooh. And Shabana Mahmood. Oh yes.
1: You have a frosty first shadow cabinet back. in...
4: Well
3: done if you I got am. those at home. I am, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all changed as a result of that fun ooh, game. Ooh, Let's take a look at the schools. Currently in third place now. Having been in the lead previously, 24 and a half is Times Radio. Times and Sunday Times have got 28. And now in the lead, the politicians with 31.
4: Amazing.
3: You're right, Patrick. It is <laughs> amazing. That's why, that's why he's my hero of the year. Right, we now come I to... I want this written
4: up in the red box, block. i next We now... Hang now... on, New okay, New let's go to the oh, end yeah, first. yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right, we now come to a round called Who Said That? Uh, you're going to... I'm going to give you a list of quotes. One of you chooses to read the quotes and the other person has to guess who said them. Uh, you get bonus points if you do impressions. We'll start with Times Radio because they are currently in what we'll call last place. So there are your quotes. Who's going to read and who's I'll, I'll going read. to guess? No, 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 you're... Aisha, you're not supposed to then look at the I didn't sheet. I
5: not really see them. I didn't see anything. <laughs> My eyesight's so bad, I can't see anything
3: producer poppies on the whistle your time
2: starts now even if you can't see it yet i assure you the future is here i don't know you can pass
3: if you want I to pass.
2: okay uh, rishi sooner uh misogyny is absolutely wrong whether it's a man against Rab, a woman.
3: dominic oh, yes.
2: Yeah. questions like is brexit a good idea no one on earth knows what the answer to that is dominic coming Yes, Uh, I want to reassure both sides of the house. It's a one-time only that I am back. Ed Miliband. Correct. I accept that I breached the social distancing guidance in these circumstances. I have let people down, and I am very sorry. Uh, For what it's worth, I don't think there should be much snogging under the mistletoe. Uh,
4: Tweezer coffee. Correct.
2: (laughs) Omicron is uh, like now picking up a couple of yellow cards to key players on top. We may be okay, but we're kind of straying to. JVT. Yes uh, Made a hash of that uh, I have come to the conclusion That it is best interest of the party That I step aside as leader of Scottish Labour With immediate effect
4: uh,
2: You can pass if you want to
4: Oh my god um, I, Oh that guy who, I can't you remember to so I, much I,
0: trouble. He's
5: an English guy oh, oh god Keep digging. Wait,
0: digging.
5: Oh god he's English Dig he's deep. The, Oh god He was such a no I can't even remember his name now. You will
2: never be able to show your face again at a Labour Party conference. Very
3: good. Well done. Uh, Shall I put you out of your misery? Richard Leonard. Oh,
5: Richard Leonard! (laughs)
3: Richard Leonard was, of course, the right answer. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six there. Well done. The only one you didn't get was Rishi Sunak. Even if you can't see it yet, I assure you the future is here. Right, the Times and the Sunday Times team now. Who's guessing who's, and who's reading? OK. We should good. make Patrick
2: read yeah, Patrick.
3: Here we go, then. This is Who Said That? Lindsay McIntosh is reading. Patrick McGuire is guessing. Your time starts now.
1: This is the work I will be doing as Foreign Secretary, banging the dumb for Britain.
4: <laughs> Liz Truss.
1: A lot, a lot of people have a pop at me, but you don't see me crying about it.
4: I don't know. You can pass. I can, I'll pass, yeah.
1: People can snog who they wish. I'll certainly be kissing my wife under
3: the mistletoe. <laughs> Such a
4: Javid. <laughs>
1: I remember my dad working with a spark eroder, submerging...
3: Uh, A kissed armour. Can you finish that whole quote, please? Because it's such a powerful moment.
4: I just didn't want to cry on air, that's why I cut it short.
3: (laughs) Right, keep going, keep going,
4: we'll come back to that. All
1: guidance was followed completely.
4: Uh, Boris Johnson?
1: I'm a coke addict, a total coke addict.
4: Oh, Rishi Sunak.
1: Left-wing snowflakes are killing comedy Tearing down historic statues Removing books from universities Dumbing down panto Removing Christ from Christmas And suppressing free speech Sadly, it must be true History does repeat itself It will be music next
4: oh, Dumbing down panto I know that <sighs> Pass
1: You could get this one right. Left-wing snowflakes are killing comedies Tearing down historic statues removing. Is it books- Estimate Vay? Removing books from universities, dumbing down panto, removing Christ from Christmas and suppressing free speech.
4: Is it a politician? Oh, who's the, panto, who's
3: the panto one? So, a lot of people have a pop at me, but you don't see me crying about it with Dominic Cummings. Uh, left-wing snowfakes are killing comedy, tearing down historic statues, removing books from universities, and dumbing down panto is Nadine Doris.
0: Oh, of course! Who only course. likes a
3: high-bow panto <laughs> formed entirely in Latin. And the full Keir Starmer quote, which will I think will bring a tear to everyone's eye, I remember my dad working with a spark eroder, submerging metal in liquid, and using an electrical charge to shape it. <laughs> Powerful stuff there, Churchillian, you could say. John Ashworth, silent speaks volumes. I'm just. I'm just waiting for our so
1: You're pondering it, aren't you? Just, yeah. yeah. Still, still,
3: the reading here. Still, know, he's he just know. choked. He's just choked. Who is reading and who is Shall guessing? I Shall I read and you guess? Yeah, you read. You read, John, I think you might do some impressions.
4: What do you, oh, I'm, no pressure. You know. get bonus
3: points if you do impressions. I'm
4: Rory Bremner. He's putting his glasses
3: on now. You're barely Rory Stewart, let's be honest. But anyway, let's go on. Politicians, your time starts now.
4: The sea was actually closed. Pass. Uh, OK. I think we've got some arrangements in place and I look forward to having a Christmas party as usual. Dominic Uh No. <laughs> uh, I-, I can tell you the Department of Business, we won't be having a big Christmas party this year. Nobody would expect us to. Party? <laughs> this is like, like two <laughs> <sketch>. <laughs> We've answered the one before. Um, <laughs> it is a classic sketch. As long yeah. as I get the names, <laughs> does it matter which order they come in? <laughs> um... If I could be half the MP Joe was, I know I will do a proud and I will do my family proud. Um,
1: um, Joe's sister? Um, yes. Oh,
4: yes. Yes. Yeah, go on, you can have that. Yeah. You can do it so badly. Keep Welcome. Keep going. I don't think Boris Johnson is a bad man. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, that's the next one, yeah. I don't think Boris Johnson is a bad man.
1: Uh, uh, Kissed armour. Yes.
4: Uh, lobbying itself is a necessary and healthy part of our democratic process.
1: Probably not Owen Paterson.
4: <laughs> You're in the right ballpark, though.
3: Someone who's been a big lobbyist this year.
4: No,
3: Gilmore. Uh, OK. Uh, we've got our fish back.
4: They're now British fish, and they're better and happier for it. of it's not Marc Francois, is it? No, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, sort of tall, skinny... Jacob!
3: Yes, indeed. Uh... you got that in the end. So, the sea was actually closed. Is that not being any bells? Where were you in August? The sea was actually closed Dominic Raab. That was his oh. explanation for why he couldn't have been paddleboarding. Well, paddle I was on holiday, but I wasn't the Cabinet, f- no, so
1: exactly.
3: I was allowed to go away. You're allowed to go away. You're well. I've got some arrangements in place, and I look forward to having a Christmas party as usual as Kwasi Kwarteng, the business secretary. About a week before, George Freeman said, I could tell you the Department of Business, we won't be having a big Christmas party this year, nobody would expect us to. Uh, you didn't get that. Lobbying itself is a necessary and healthy part of our democratic process. Was David Cameron?
4: Who <laughs> on earth on there was I going to do an impression of? I can't do impressions of any of them. Well, I think I, do, yeah, I, I think, only do I think, a rubbish. Gordon Brown. I mean, go on then. Let's uh, see. You, got, you get a bonus um, point. Uh, I don't care what type of communist. you yeah, go on, Yeah, do uh, yeah, you do my, your Gordon Brown? That's my Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Now, go on, do your, do your Gordon Brown impression. This is a very uh, interesting quiz. Thank you for inviting me. Very like, good. Like, like when we took him around the Labour head office once, when I worked for him, many of well, you, you might have been there, I said. he was going around the Labour head office, and he said to somebody as he was going around, I used to go around and say, thanks, all well you do, thanks, well, you do. And he said to him, look, maybe just say something else. So then the next person he went up to went, um, what do you think of your desk? <laughs>
3: <laughs> while, while we're in the business of doing impressions of form, you can have a point for that, John doing impressions of former Labour leaders. Do you want to offer it up, Aisha?
5: Oh, obviously, I just hate inequality. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, very good, really very good.
3: Summ- uh, Lindsay and Patrick, any impressions of former Labour leaders you want to offer the class? I'm trying to... Your atley is very good. No, take... <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I don't
4: mean George Lansbury, but
3: I can't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, I've just knocked all the, all the fizz all over my hat. <laughs> we'll press on. This will definitely make the edit. Is that yours on October? It was yours, yeah. I thought I'd do it subtly while, no one, while you were oh, just t- talking amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, depending on how good the rest of it is, this might stay in. <laughs> now, let's take a look at the schools in Politics Without the Boring quiz. Currently in third place is Times Radio with 31 and a half. Just ahead of them, Times and Sunday Times with 33. And in the lead, The Politicians on 35. Now then, uh, John Ashworth, you and I have a shared love of carry-on films. So in your honour, we've got a round called Carry On Carry. Uh, Three questions about the person who's really running the country. Where did Boris Johnson marry Carrie Simons? Patrick? Westminster Cathedral. Westminster Cathedral is the right answer. What is the name of the designer behind her interior makeover? Lindsay McIntosh? Lulu Little. Lulu Little is correct. And finally, Lulu Little is the owner of the last remaining what in the UK? This is a sort of nonsense. I genuinely I knew this. So I, I, go on.
2: Is it something uh, that's stuffed?
3: No, it's not something that's stuffed.
2: That's it's, Boris Johnson. It's, <laughs> a,
3: it's England's last rattan weaving workshop. Oh,
2: cool. Why do you know this?
3: Because this sort of thing lodges in my mind. She was the one who uh, made the wicker sex swing. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we now come to a round called Build Back Better. Uh, Throughout the year, Boris Johnson seemed to think that the way to sell his slogan, Build Back Better, was to take the mickey out of it. So at various points during this year, although mainly around Tory party conference, he offered alternative puns on Build Back Better. So you can buzz in uh, with any of the alternative slogans that Boris Johnson used, taking the mickey out of his own (laughs) slogan. Alexis. Bacon. Butter. Bacon? Yes. Did he? He
2: did a big Build Back Bacon.
3: Did he? I'm not sure he did. Butter is right, butter. though. That's fine. Right, Tinkle, right, John? Build back bitter. Bitter is right. Alexis? Beavers. Beaver is correct. <laughs> Patrick? Build back batter. Batter was another one, yes. Uh, we're looking for two more. They're both food-related, if that helps. Burger? Burger is correct. It was for the British Curry Awards. Balti! Balti! Balty. Well done, you can have that, Alexis. Very good. Right, let's take a look. And it's very close. It is very, very close. In second place, Aisha Azarika and Alexis Conrad and the Times radio team on 35 and a half and currently joint leaders on 36. Ooh. Ooh. The Times, the Sunday Times, Lindsay McIntosh and Patrick Maguire and the politicians, John Ashworth and Nicky Morgan. So we've got however many questions we can get through uh, before we run out of time and the will to live.
1: <laughs> Is that the listeners or us?
3: I think it's all of us. Uh, right, here we go then. So, this last round is very much fingers on buzzers. It's all to play for. Here we go. Rishi Sunak rides his peloton while doing classes with the instructor Cody Rigsby, who tells the Chancellor to imagine he's a hot steaming plate of what?
4: Fajitas. Fajitas
3: is the correct answer, What connects Morocco, Papua New Guinea, Moldova, the Outer Hebrides, Albania and a disused ferry? They're all places Preeti Patel wants to send migrants to. Exactly right. Well done, Alex. Who was throwing shapes in Bohemia? Michael Gove. Michael Gove was very good. Bohemia being the nightclub in Aberdeen. What did Keir Starmer eat for breakfast at Labour Conference? Patrick McGuire? Fish and cheese. That's correct. It's the exclusive interview I did with him while at Labour Conference. We revealed he was having a little bit of fish and a little bit of cheese. How do you think that sounds, John? Delicious. I can tell you, John, it, it was disgusting. Right, next question. Uh, Nick Timothy, former advisor to to Theresa May, told Times Radio that his old boss was behaving like which former prime minister in a dress? Ted Heath. Ted Heath is the right answer, Patrick McGuire. Ted Heath in a dress. Quite the mental image. Although I'm not sure even Boris Johnson would. Right, next question. What links Ian Duncan Smith, Nusrat Ghani, Tim Loughton, Tom Tugan? Oh, Patrick McGuire. Sanctioned by the People's Republic of China. The correct answer. Which Conservative MP was fined because his puppy caused a stampede when he chased 200 deer? John Ashworth. Uh, Danny Kruger. Danny Kruger. Very good. You can have a point. A bonus point for the name of the dog. Patrick McGuire. Pebble. Oh, you're you are like a lunatic. How'd you know that? Here we go. Uh, Lord Fowler quit as Lord Speaker this year. Who's replaced him? Oh, let's ha- let Nicky have that one. For I goodness swear, sake.
4: That's for the lead. Oh, OK, fine. Go on then. John McFall. John
3: McFall is the right answer. We were there, sir. Uh, well, you, only because I said let Nicky answer... By that point, um, we Aisha had already, had already tinkled her jingles. <laughs>
2: we tinkled my jingles. Aggressively tinkling we were tinkling
4: before Aisha. It's Times
2: Radio Pride we're playing for you. I was
5: tinkling my jingles, you were, ho- you were hooting. hooting, hooting.
4: hooting your Can we all
3: stop before? saying tinkling your jingles? <laughs> You're the one who's been saying it throughout. Jonathan's
2: <laughs> hooter at
4: this <laughs> point. We hooted before you tinkled.
3: We did. Oh, well, I've started so I've finished. The last question, which member of the Shadow Cabinet won a British Under-14s Girls' Chess Championship title? Rachel Reeves. Rachel Reeves is the right answer. Woo! What a lot of fun. That brings us to the end of Politics Without the Boring Quiz. OK, let's take a look at the final scores. And in third place with 37 points, it's the politicians. Oh, round of applause for them. Well, give John a mat. Come on. John doesn't hear a round of applause I offer these days. In second place with 40 and a half points is Times Radio. <laughs> and in first place by half a point with 41 points. Sparing the blushes of the time for the Sunday Times. Patrick McGuire and Lindsay McIntosh with 41 points are today's winners. Yay. Stop. Tinkling your jingles. <laughs> My huge thanks to Patrick McGuire, Lindsay McIntosh, Alexis Conman, Ayush Hazarika, John Ashworth, and Nikki Morgan. That was Politics Without the Boring Quiz. Thank you very much for listening to the quiz and to the podcast throughout 2021. Tomorrow, we bring you part one of the columnist's focus group. Some of your favourite times, columnists, getting a grilling like the focus groups we do uh, once a month with James Johnson. But it's me in the chair asking them questions. Uh, Find out what they think about politics and Christmas on the podcast tomorrow.